Hey, and we are live. Woo. Me and Marcy were dancing, trying to psych ourselves, chasing away those my butterflies. <laughs> Thank you so much, uh, Georgie, for the music, the countdown. That music really psychs me up. Woo. So, hi everyone. Thank you so much for checking in onto our live broadcast. Um, it's been how many days? The last one was on Friday, but mm -hmm. then to be honest. I get yeah. confused by days nowadays. I can't tell you what day is what. Anyway, it's been since our, it's been a few days since our last um, broadcast, and the feedback was amazing. And the time, the last live we had, time ran out, and we feel like we still needed to cover some important questions that uh, the people who were watching last time had sent us. So we wanted to have the Q&A today. So as we continue talking, as we continue chatting, feel free to send your comments, your questions, and we will answer them as, as the time continues. And thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to the Q&A. Hi, Marcy. Think I'm uh -huh. So you've seen our producer unleashed. <laughs> Is oh, that to, to to play something in the mix to welcome? You know, George is very uh, serious about this this whole thing. So he had a production video to explain yeah. people that were here for a Q and A. We can't just enter again. So, oh, <laughs> so welcome to Just a Mom Q and A with Masi Jao, joking Jao. Yeah. Hi everybody. Hi guys, um, this conversation is really, really exciting and important, um, mm -hmm. so I'm really, really honored to be back on. Thank you, Riri, for considering me here um, to be your guest. Thank you for the feedback you guys gave. Thank you for the questions you sent, and I hope you're going to be sending a lot more questions. I hope you talk to your friends to join, and mm -hmm. if you haven't, that you're telling them, join now. Because, yeah, we are beginning, we're beginning, so you don't want to miss. But thank you for joining and thank you for being on the platform. Yeah. Yay. So we will go right into it. Uh, these questions that I'm going to post now, um, Melissa had, uh, Melissa Wahoo had, had uh, you know, posted them last during our last live. So we'll go right into it. Mm -hmm. I feel like this is a really important question. I mean, we're talking about sexuality, um, talking to our children about sex and all those things. So in, still in that whole field, what are the signs to look out for to identify any abuse in your children? Okay. Um, wow. I don't know where to... I got some, some materials that mm -hmm. we use with younger children for safety purposes around the conversation of safety. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know whether I should start there or just start with this question mm -hmm. let me just show you what i have the conversation right. around safety and then we go into what to look out for in terms of abuse right Great. so with the younger ones i don't know if you can see this yes 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 i can see that Body safety rules this is nice and colorful and uh -huh. these materials are online actually yeah and that's, um, it's something that you teach kids from right from kindergarten all the way to prep, we call prep school for, I guess, international curriculum schools. But you're talking about primary as well. And you're telling yeah. them things like my body, uh, my body is my body and it belongs to me. Mm -hmm. And basically you're telling them what you are saying. You can say no, you don't mm -hmm. have to 
don't touch me and I won't touch you. Let's maintain our boundary spaces and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it talks about early warning signs and it says, I, uh, if I feel frightened or unsafe, what does mm-hmm. that feel like for a child? It's good to educate our children. So yes. you, might feel them, you might feel like your tummy is a bit um, queasy. You might feel like you're shaking a bit. You're trying to tell your child what, what to be aware of. But mm-hmm. when I feel this way around this situation, then that means my body is telling me there's something wrong. So those are the kind of education things that you should be teaching your kids. Um, mm-hmm. A safety network is really important, guys. Okay. If I can't tell mommy or daddy or mom and dad, who can I tell? So it's not just for the younger ones. It's always talking about a community. Who's your, who's your children's community? Um, mm-hmm. Who can they tell? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a good conversation to have. You can tell me or you can tell daddy, you can tell um your teacher, you can tell Shosho, just people that you've created that are trustworthy for your child. Um mm-hmm. we talked about secrets last time. What is a good secret? What is a bad secret? Um right. maybe what Dean mentioned was touch. What's a good touch? What's a bad touch? And of course a bad touch would be what we said earlier, you, you didn't feel good about it. Your, your sister just said, no, I don't like this, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, and my private parts are private. you remember that? So these are right. the kind of um, things that can really help you to have a conversation with the younger ones. There's mm-hmm. another one that is called pants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. And this is online, guys. And right. Pants basically standing for private parts. Private are private. Mm-hmm. And for always remember your body belongs to you mm-hmm. N stands for no means no mm-hmm. T, T talks about talk about secrets that upset you and S speak up someone can help and this one actually if you go and google it online right uh, Pantosaurus if you can see that right I can see it yeah they have a song they have like a catchy a nice catchy song that kids can remember but okay, um great. If that's too much information, just remember to talk about body parts, name them what they're called, tell them about not keeping secrets that are not good secrets, mm. define those, um, talk about uh, who's your safety network, who can you tell. So just simple things around that, that enhances safety. There mm. you go. This Great. information again is online, all right? We will share, I will, we will uh, do the, the work for you and look and post those links uh, after this yeah. live so that you can yeah. be able to go and check them out right after this. So thanks so yeah. much for sharing that. So now that we've talked about the safety, now mm-hmm. what are the signs to look abuse. out for? Right. Yes. So, mm-hmm. of course, abuse takes many forms. There's emotional right. abuse, there's sexual mm-hmm. abuse, there's physical abuse, and neglect is also a form of abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, Neglect is kind of, let me start there, that's, you'd be seeing things like um, a child is is losing lots of weight or a child is having injuries or sicknesses and they're not being attended to. It's like, hey, this child is still having this injury. You know, what's going on? Maybe the yeah. child is missing school a lot. Unexplained, mm-hmm. um, unexplained um, injuries. It's mm-hmm. almost things that tell you, is there no supervision around this child? Mm-hmm. You get so it would be things to do with food, uh, physical safety from injuries, sicknesses. Those mm-hmm. kind of things tell you um, there's no actual active um, adult supervision around that child, and those yeah. are the kind of things you'd be noticing in a child. But when it comes to like emotional abuse, and we, if we can define that quickly, it's just 
um, words mostly comes through words or treatment like behavior that makes a child uh, feel some men mental distress, not even a child, even an adult, right? Mm -hmm. Mental anguish, mental distress. Um, you are harsh, maybe harsh words were spoken, maybe insults, maybe it's a big one among young young children, not, not young, young people. Um, mm -hmm. Social alienation, we are not your friend anymore. We're not talking mm -hmm. to you and we group and we're talking about that person. That's, that's, you know, it's tantamount almost to abuse or bullying, right? Mm -hmm. Is emotional abuse. A child who has been emotionally abused um, will be withdrawn. Mm -hmm. A young person or a child, you'll find that they're often withdrawn. Um, mm -hmm. they, they, they may not want to go home. It's the same for physical. So I don't, they, they may share. Yeah, but physical, there'll be obvious injuries. But emotional, right. a child might be withdrawn. Or the flip side, a child is an angry child. You know, they come mm -hmm. and they project, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So withdrawal or the flip. They're angry, they're mean. Um, a child who might seem a bit too mature for their age, mm -hmm. that goes as well to sexual abuse. They know too much. They know more than they should know at their age. That's something to look out for. Um, a child who is is talking about self-harming, who is academics are not going well, um, friendships are not going well, that kind of tells you there's something going on with this child. Okay? Mm -hmm. When it comes to physical abuse, you're talking about, like I said, um, might be withdrawn or the flip is a bully. Mm. Angry, right? Mm -hmm. You're seeing injuries that are not explained by anything else. Um, mm -hmm. There's no actual other explanation. You might find as well abuse generally younger children reporting things like my tummy is aching, my head is aching. It's and and when you get them checked, it's like there's really nothing. They're finding reasons maybe not to go home or mm -hmm. not to go to school. Right, because right. it can right. be happening. Yeah, they, they don't want to go home or they don't want to go to school or they're afraid of a certain person mm -hmm. and things like that. Yeah, mm. okay. So, we've mm. talked about that. So, that also, um, what does that what, what did I want to say? So, that also explains if a child is, uh, I'm, we are talking now about sexual abuse. So mm -hmm. I'm thinking, I mean, things that I've read online before is if yeah. a child looks withdrawn, you can you can confirm for me, uh, withdrawn, yes. possibly has injuries that are difficult to explain. Um, mm -hmm. Sometimes if you're, especially if you're the caregiver and you're the one who probably gives your child a, a, a bath, you may find, sometimes you might even find blood or, you know, yeah. things like that on, on the child's underwear. I don't know whether mm -hmm. it's... I don't know whether it goes for both sides, for both boys and both girls. Um, mm -hmm. Sometimes the child stops eating. What else are they read yeah. online? Yeah, the sleeping yeah. habits are changed. Yes. Um, the child is not sleeping well, is having nightmares. Um, right. For sexual abuse as well, a child might have a walking, is not walking um, normally. normally. Like right. there's, something, there's something up with how this child is walking. Right. Yes. Or, or they now don't like their body parts. They don't, not only do they not want to be touched like during normal like shower times, mm -hmm. they seem to not like their body parts. You know, yeah. like they, they, are, they don't want to be touched and they don't want to touch them and it's almost like they wish they didn't have those body parts. For okay. sexual abuse especially, yes. 
Okay. Bed so, wetting. Bed oh, wetting. yes, bed wetting. Yeah. yeah, especially for a child who never used to bed wet before. That's a big one. Okay. Yeah, Resting, yes. suicidal yeah. behavior. That wow. would be older ones. Yeah, right. a, lot of, a lot of self-harming now. Okay. Where you cut, you cut yourself either here or your thigh. These days, are uh, young people are cutting in places they won't be seen. Sometimes even the stomach area. Um, so we're always telling parents to kind of keep an eye out. I know it's weird for you to be wanting to see someone's stomach, so you might have to be creative about that. Yes. But but mm. this growth cutting is happening um, in all parts of the body, and just that uh, that whole idea of maybe it's better if I died. You oh, know, man. maybe it's better yeah. if I get. That's a very common thought. Very common with young people. Yes. Oh my goodness, that's scary to hear. So you're saying in your experience, you've had children actually tell you that they'd rather die. Oh my these god, are, these, are, these are teenagers. That's a common. It's so common. Like it's not even necessarily like mm -hmm. yes in my work, but. Generally, it's all, over, all over media, even don't yeah, like when you watch series and you watch, yeah. uh, um, it's happening on the ground. Like, mm -hmm. um, it's, it's a very, it's almost the the default thought now. Like when things are not working out, right? The thought that just comes, and sometimes it's not explained. Um, there was there was a situation. Uh, someone was telling me about. Uh, let me connect it one to another to another, yeah. But she was just telling me how this young person talked about um, having thoughts of suicide, mm -hmm. like just kill yourself, and yet there was there's nothing going on with her. Like even this person said it was weird for me, okay, because I just had like random thoughts and maybe it's better if I die. And the family setup is okay. There's a support system, so there's something happening now in terms of a trend. Mm. Now, people, just the idea of suicide, and now oftentimes I tell parents, you know what, now they try and some of them succeed. Mm. Suicide rates are high, high now, mm. Um, mm. even in our own now community. It's not something that we're just seeing um, yeah. or hearing of. Yeah, our sure. kids now, they're becoming more and more alike, you know. Mm. Yeah. Than to the guys abroad, so it's not a thing where we say, "Oh no, it's you know, it's it's an American problem, it's a European mm. problem." No, no, mm. they're dressing the same, they're listening to the same music, they're watching the same series. These children are more or less the same. They're all on TikTok, they're all on Snapchat, they're all on Instagram. <laughs> they are the same <laughs> in many, many. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay. Okay, now that we've talked a lot about the signs to look out for, what do you do next? If you do uh, notice that the, those signs are in your child, what is the next step for a parent or a caregiver? What would you advise someone to do? Um, the, I think the, the action to be mm -hmm. taken depends on the situation. So in a school, you report it immediately. You report it to who? We have a child protection uh, officer. Um, who will now in kind of investigate the matter, you know, in a very confidential way, involve the parents. If it's the parent who's being suspected, we look for the, the other contacts who can be reached, who um, we can now bring on board because we are now thinking of the best interests of the child um, yes. and the safety of the child. So if the, if the suspected 
person, the perpetrator is in the home space, then the parent is not the person we will call. So there's a system, we notify the child, children's office, county office immediately. Um, yeah. At the school, there's like a structure, how you report, yeah? Okay. And okay. it goes to the authorities pretty fast. Okay. So we report immediately. Um, on a home space as a parent, oh my, I, first of all, I think the shock. Mm. You know, and the fear, because you're suspecting, right? You're suspecting. Let's just give a scenario where your child has not outrightly told you so-and-so did something to me. Mm. Um, We have a tendency to create all the scenarios out in our head. Yanni, if if that guy, Yanni, you know, and you're already killing somebody. So in that mind frame, it may not be the best mind frame for you. To mm. that child in that moment because mm. you are not at an emotionally stable place and you're okay. really, especially especially with older kids uh-huh. reporting is so much easier or it's more in terms of numbers with younger children younger children yeah. fewer inhibitions um you will notice maybe even how they play another sign mm. of abuse how they are playing if they're mm. having dolls and their dolls are, are doing things that they should not really be doing at that age, you're like, where did this child land? Exactly. Um, they're talking with their, their peers, their little friends, the games mm-hmm. they're playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with those ones, the children during play, as they draw, they, they, they depict their reality. Their, their creativity is not yet in a space where um, they're mm-hmm. going to create some abstract thing like the Mona Lisa and we're all still to go guessing if she's smiling or sad or whatever, you know. Right. That, that's not how children are. They just depict their reality, you know. I remember a time I sat in a, in a course and the, one of the people lecturing said in one of their sessions, the child, there were animals and there was a man and a woman. Um, and this child put a woman and the, and the little boy in the middle and surrounded them with animals and then the man was on the outside and when when he inquired like hey what's going on here in this scenario he said now the man cannot reach cannot reach them and it Mm -hmm. happened that the dad was quite abusive at home so children do not do not create things that are outside of their reality it's very rare but Mm -hmm. all the children have more inhibitions they don't want to break up the family they they think Mm -hmm. about what will people say? So mm. you want to be very calm at all times, whether it's with the younger ones or the older ones. With the younger ones, um, if you usually have a conversation with them, you can be saying, hey, has, who has been playing with Which games did you play? You know, usually they tell you. They tell yeah. you. Yes. And say, yeah, uncle so-and-so or auntie so-and-so, she took me to the bathroom and then, you know, and then she told me we play a game. They will tell you. It mm. is so important to remain calm. Please remain calm. Um, you can excuse yourself and say, I'm coming. And just go and, you know, cry. Punch, or punch something. Yeah. yeah. And then just stay calm because you don't want your child or the child to be frightened. Um, did I say something wrong? Did I get someone in trouble? You know, they, they, you don't yeah. want that. Um, with the older ones, they're more mature. And so remain calm still, but you can go about it just like, you know what, I'm, it's looking like, there's something that has happened and I don't want to to guess and guess the wrong thing. Are you okay? Did something happen? And just hear what they say. Okay? Mm. They yeah. might not tell you, 
um, but let them know that, you know what, I'm here there for you, I love you, um, and I, I've got your back. So, you know, just know you can talk to me. Do not badger a child, a teenager. Don't badger them, even a young person, because you give them anxiety and they shut mm-hmm. down even more. Um, even with small ones, I know, I know a scenario where a mom said, um, it was like after two hours, <laughs> two hours of talking is when the small girl said, so this happened. So don't take your time. Yeah, this, okay, then we play. Let's play. Let's draw with the younger ones. But with the older ones, you can be. I have found, don't beat around the bush with teenagers. Uh, whether it's, yeah, whether you want to find out whether the, something has happened to them or it's a disciplinary issue or just be straight up with a teenager because you're engaging their thinking. They can now think logically. They can now engage with you on a mature level. So yeah. teens just keep it straight, but be supportive, be there for them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Marcy. I just want to go into the comments for a little bit and say hi to people. Um, hi, mom. <laughs> Glad to see you, beautiful ladies. Uh, Nisreen Hussein. Hello. Thank you so much for joining us. And I can see she's also sent us a, a question on WhatsApp. I will read it in a minute. Um, so wait, there's, let me just read it now. Thank you so much, Nisreen. You sent this question to WhatsApp. Hi, what is the correct age to start talking to your children about sex and about their bodies? I have a six-year-old daughter. Any good websites or references? Thanks, Nisreen. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute because I feel like we covered this in our last live. So yeah. what we can do uh, with her is we can send those websites and references. The ones yeah. you shared, that would be perfect for her six-year-old. Nisreen, we shall res- respond to you on WhatsApp in a, in a few minutes and we will send you those um, resources. I'm sure they'll be helpful for you. I read Letter KE on YouTube. Thank you so much for joining us. I can see she's asking, with bed wetting, is it normal for a 10-year-old to wet the bed? This same child has also been found watching porn and writing stories of sex. What should her parents do? Wow, you see, these things are actually happening. So, yeah. how do we help? How do we help this uh, parent who has this ten-year-old with um, in this situation? And I know also um, there was someone else that asked about porn, right? And we're going right. to go into that conversation, right? I would be concerned first of all about how this child came to watch the porn. Yeah. Um, this is abuse. <laughs> It's called exposure. This kind yeah. of exposure is abuse. If there are countries where people are arrested for this yes. kind of children right. should not be watching this. Children should not watch, even their parents having sex. I know their parents are like, oh, you know, we were found. And, mm-hmm. and that was not intentional. But they're not supposed to be watching um, those kind of things and they're not supposed to be exposed to this kind of material. So yeah. that's something to be very concerned about. Um, again, when where bedwetting is concerned, I don't know the journey of the child in terms of development. Um, it could be that they're still in a place of developing, but if the child had stopped bedwetting and started again, mm-hmm. then that's something then you're, you're thinking what happened, yeah? And then right. you must then be talking to the child about what, how are they, what, who are your friends, what games are you playing? Did you play a game? Because you want to hear what's coming up. Look out for their artwork. Um, what are they showing in their artwork? How are they playing with other kids? But I, I would be concerned in terms of where did the porn come from? Um, bed wetting, is it because of anxiety? Is she showing any fears around anything? Um, 
that if she if if she's also maybe still in a developing stage because not all kids develop the same. You get what I mean? True. Um, I cannot say that. Oh, this is an abuse case. No. Um, mm-hmm. you might need to see her her feed, her pediatrician, and to, to explore. You know, this bedwetting thing. But if she had stopped bedwetting, right, and then started again. You want to look around what life changes have happened. Have there been any recent life changes that were big? It could be even moving house. It could be abuse. It could be anything, right? So you're you're looking to hear what has been happening around this child, around the time you noticed her bed wetting. Um, it's not unusual for children to be writing about things they're exposed to. So if it's sex, I know... Um, that would be an eight four four class four, right? Um, yeah, in the other in the other school, it would be a year five child. What they've been exposed to, if it's in a series they've watched, they're now getting like small boyfriends, small girlfriends. They're liking each other, and it, depending on the degree of exposure, it's not too surprising. This is a nice conversation starter. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you know writing, it's like whoa, you know, like where did. Where did this one, where did you learn about this from or what's this about? You know, because what my four-year-old now knows about boyfriends, you know, because okay. I think of the cartoons she's watching or something. Um, mm. And now I'm like, what is that you're watching? You know, but it's a conversation starter. Um, and it's not for me to 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 be afraid around it and to be just to explain, you know, mommy and daddy were, were special friends and then daddy married me, he was my boyfriend, so she can understand that this is for big people. But you see, they see cartoons, they see them kissing each other. So one, the bedwetting, please let's make sure it's not like a medical situation or a developmental situation. We cannot speak to that and say it's for sure abuse. Um, If she had stopped and it started again, just look around her situation. Are there any major life changes? Was there anything compromising that happened? I would mm. also look into the porn. Mm. Where where did this child access porn from? Because that is likely that it needs to be looked into and handled. Like that has to stop. Right. Okay. Thank you. I think that's helpful. Uh, I wanted to also go a little bit into that question again and say uh, the fact that in this question she's written that this child has been found watching porn, that to me kind kind of communicates that either this child has possibly their own devices because if they've been found watching porn, are they watching it on the family TV? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, So this goes into, you know, when a family decides to buy a phone or a tablet for their child, uh, we can't we can't tell you what to do with your children. I mean, if you've yeah. chosen to get devices for your child at whatever age, that's up to you. But you need to realize that there are, there are tools that you can use to protect your child from pornography and videos that are too old and too mature for their for their age. Mm-hmm. And what what we've downloaded for for ourselves is um there's an app called Google Play. It's found uh in the Play Store. Uh, is it called? Sorry, it's called sorry Family Link app. And it's for parents and their children. You can have for, for your younger children or for your teenagers or for, yes, basically your children. So you are, as a parent, become like the manager of your child's screen time. You can even time how long they're they are online. You can disconnect the internet. You can disconnect their screen time from your device. You can, you, you can decide what kind of things they download onto their devices. Um, so basically... 
you are the one who's the master of what your child is exposed to. And I think it's extremely important. Yes, you bought a phone or a tablet for your child, but be responsible about it. Protect your child from pornography. Protect your child for all those things. So again, I shall talk. The link it's called Family Link Up, and yes, it will help. It will help you to protect your child for all these things. Because the things that are online are, yeah, it's a scary. As I was preparing for this session, I I came across a, a, a mm. website, a, a movement that's called Fight the New Drug. Fight the New Drug. They're on YouTube, and they're basically trying to desensitize people from the whole porn thing that drug is the new. Uh, Porn is the new drug, yeah? And oh, wow. they give lots of statistics. But one that I think is pertinent to what you just said, Rere, um, mm-hmm. there's a scientist who said that they found in 2008, between 2008 and 2011, which I imagine has changed because that is a while ago, that the exposure mm-hmm. to pornography for 13-year-olds mm-hmm. and under mm-hmm. went up from 14% to 49%. Oh my goodness. In that period, 14% to 49% of children 13 years and younger. And basically he was saying what had taken place in that period of time is the uptake of the smartphone in a very big way. So it just connects to what you're saying. Don't forget Mm. that these games, uh, kids are playing a lot of gaming, yeah? That's happening, right? right? Right. There's pop-ups, constant pop-ups of pornographic material. I mean, it's so crazy. So right. yeah, I go with Rere. It's important to arm yourself as a parent. Be yes. informed. Be right. informed. If you're gonna give the gadget, then know how this thing works. Know how to guard your your children and yourself. Mm. Um, and yeah, so I like that Rere, you've given you know an actual site that you use that works. Exactly. Let's, yeah, let's get informed, guys. Especially for those games. There are there are adults, there are pedophiles who go on those game gaming apps and they and they befriend your child and that's how they end up even having online sex. And you're thinking your child is is playing a game, but she's been exposed to an adult. So you can't you can't release mm-hmm. your children and say go forth and be safe. You need to to be yeah. like you I don't know, it's it's a scary thing for me. This world nowadays, yeah. oh my god, may God help us to yeah. be completely vigilant because the things that our children have been exposed to, they're crazy. Yeah. So I think we've covered... Uh, and maybe, our... and maybe a word of caution. Maybe right. a word of caution. Um, it's so common now to see parents get overwhelmed by their, their children. Mm, Whether of course. The gadget, the behavior. But you come and you find your, you're talking like... Like you're totally overwhelmed by this child. Um, and that is understandable. However, don't ever forget you're the parent, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, calm down, just calm down. Talk to someone um, if you need to. Do you have a support system yourself? Calm mm-hmm. down, understand that you, you're, you're the parent. You're the adult in the equation. So if your child is behaving a certain way, especially mm-hmm. for younger children, it is likely that uh, here and there, you know, you've kind of allowed it. And it's just how to come back to what what it is you value as a home, as a family, as a parent body, and how you want to train your child. So that yeah. thing of of you're totally overwhelmed. You've given them the gadgets, and now you're just like they're online all the time. Oh, they cannot switch off. Just calm down and remember you're the parent. Exactly. You can actually say we switch off at nine, mm-hmm. whether they throw their eyes or not. Right. That is to them. 
right. are the parent. Exactly. Yeah. So, yes, Red Letter KE is saying thank you. I will share this video with the mom and hope she uses the advice you have shared. Thank you so much, Red Letter KE, uh, for watching and also asking that question. I hope I hope it helps the parents um, to, deal, to deal with that situation. So we'll go to um, another, another question. Uh, no, not that one. There's another one. Give me a second. Yes, this one. So there are tips on how to discuss with other adults or parents where there has been inappropriate sexual contact as a natural instinct will be to beat <laughs> or bite or both the abuser, but abuse children, abuse others. So I feel like in this situation, she means like possibly you've had a conversation with your child and maybe they were in, at, your, at their friend's house and they were exposed to something in that house. So how do you talk to that parent? Yeah, this is a tricky one. Yeah, <laughs> I mode. <laughs> it's like um what's the goal i found in, in life it's good to really question your motive mm. um is it a genuine concern for also that other child because a child is a child yeah i know we have our children and we want to protect them uh, i remember last time when we talked about the the eight-year-old gay child we also said do not ostracize that child Exactly. That is a child, yeah? So yeah. is it a genuine, protective uh, motive of your child and your home values, but also you're like, also that child, you know, that's a child who shouldn't be exposed. Or mm. is it good to let them have it? Like, mm. you guys, I don't know what you're exposing your child to, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> what's your motive? Um, it has to be a genuine care motive. Is yeah. it possible to handle it within your own space where you say to your child, you know what, we mm. don't agree with that in this home. And because of that, I don't want you to go to that house again. Mm. You know, you could actually end there. You get what I mean? You could actually handle it in-house with your child and lay some ground rules where you don't want that interaction and explain to them why. Mm. They may like you or not like you, but again, you are the parent. You're not trying to be a tyrant, but sometimes it's a protective situation, right? Right, right. So you can handle it in your home and it works. Your child just is not going over to that place anymore. And when they hang out, they hang out with everyone else, not just two people. Mm -hmm. Or you're saying, I want to protect my child, but they should also just know. You know, it, it's so hard to dictate to another parent how to raise their child. And every exactly. time you raise an issue with another person's child, they feel like you're saying they're failing and you know better and you know you're on a pedestal. So right. it's very tricky. Um, I would say if you can handle it in your own home space, please do. Mm. Because when you cross over, just be ready for what you've talked about. You exactly. can come in peace, in peace, completely in peace and say, you know what, I'm, I know this is a tricky thing. I don't mm -hmm. want to speak to how you parent. I just want to let you know this and this hand. Um, and it's just for protecting, yes, my child, but also your child as well. True. And still they bite your head off. So just question your motive. Um, if it's protective, then go and talk to them in peace, respectfully, understand that their home is their home, but just let them know that it happened in case they didn't even know. Um, right. But if you can handle it within your space and you're good, your child has understood, that's also an option. You know, in my profession, we give you options. Mm. Then we <laughs> the option. You know? so if the option is also to go and let them have it, we just tell you, okay. You do your thing. We will be here to support 
what you're after. So right. it's just for you to pick your motive around it, but mm-hmm. don't ostracize the other child and don't take a higher ground approach. That's not going to work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's interesting that you talked about that um, not going uh, well it's difficult as a parent especially if you're if you're if something has your child has talked to you okay if they're younger a lot of younger children don't really know how to communicate exactly what happened so the little information they may have might not be completely accurate even with these small small fights they have when they're when they're telling on the neighbor's child has beaten me. The neighbor's child was mean to me. Like because we were not there during the scenario, like for for us, we don't we don't encourage telling on each other unless there is blood, unless there was like a serious <laughs> fight. I, I usually encourage Taji to work it out with her friend, right? Because it's not it's not a big deal. But mm-hmm. as they grow older, um, like for example, there were some teenagers who had disappeared. Uh, sometime last, I think it was last year where we used to live, and they were found in another estate all the way in Athi River, and they were drinking, and there was obviously, uh, they were having sex and all that stuff, so the house where they were found, um, the parent was very nonchalant, those ones for my child doesn't do these things, it must be yours. So you see, you're you're there upset, you didn't know where your child was, you've driven all the way, you found them in somebody else's house, now because you think whatever is happening is wrong, you can't impose that on the other person or how they are going to receive your information. So mm-hmm. I think I think that's good advice to deal with your own child, discipline them, uh, ground them. I mean, if yeah. they've yeah. gone drinking and all that stuff, and yeah. then hopefully bring them back to the to the right path. But yeah, it's it's we we need it's it's a difficult situation. I can't imagine what I would do if I was uh, if I was that parent, especially for teenagers. Yeah, <laughs> I thought I I watched a TED talk maybe two years mm-hmm. ago, where mm-hmm. this psychologist made a really good point. She said she mm-hmm. would also be asking the parent where, you say, my daughter was in your house and they're drinking and, you know, what right. is it about your daughter that makes uh-huh. her comfortable in, in that, that situation? Exactly. What is it about your daughter that is okay, that she's okay to be in that crowd? Right. So we all have like a responsibility when it comes to your child. The back stops with you. Period. It's. I know we talk about influence. I know, and that will happen. But I just my philosophy for parents is do the best that you can. Let's mm. give our children as few things to have to overcome as adults eh? as mm. possible. You know the things you've had to overcome as an adult because of how yes. you are. So let's yes. just give it our best shot so they don't have too many things to work through when they are adults, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I hope I hope that was helpful. I'm checking to see if there are any other co- comments or questions. I want to take a second to check on uh, WhatsApp. My, Mr. Producer, can I question WhatsApp? Uh, there, there isn't anything coming in as, as of now. So okay. I guess today we're going to finish early before, before the hour is up. And let's we have talk a new pornography. Oh yes, I'm sorry. You wanted to talk a little more about that. Let's go right into it. Give me a yeah. second. Go ahead. Go ahead and share with just us. To, uh, just to highlight that um, it's mm-hmm. 
again because I took time to prepare. <laughs> Thank you. I like to state uh, facts. It's important that you state research and things that people, experts have said from their research so that it's not an emotional conversation. It's not me and Karemi being here saying it's so, it's bad. It's mm. just even the science has shown. For me, that's really important. Yeah. Okay. Um, number one, porn does not have a favorable um, outlook with many. There are people who will say even as adults, oh, when you watch it as a couple, it helps you get ideas. But that view is not the majority view. The majority view is that it distorts what should ideally be an, an intimate, uh, healthy connection between two, two people, two adults, right? So it distorts that. Um, there's a lot of science that's showing that it promotes violence, that it shows aggressive, you know, especially when you talk about hardcore porn, it shows aggressiveness towards mostly, and science has shown the, the major, uh, the, the, the larger percentage is women, right? So it kind of, it kind of uh, promotes that idea or creates men who are desensitized to the idea that you don't hit women, you shouldn't be, they, they're kind of, they, they don't have strong feelings around that. You know, they could, they could actually be violent. Um, again, a big one, a big one is that our brains are plastic. What we expose ourselves to, whether it's pornography, whether it's that you're exercising a lot or reading a lot, your brain, what you what you expose it to makes certain connections, right? So the muscles that you exercise um, the most are the ones that get stronger. So it's the same with the brain. And so what happens, exposure uh, to pornography actually does change your brain structure. Mm. It makes you, that's what leads to addictions, right? That right. You, you need more more exposure, more hard corners for you to feel that high. So initially, the parts of the brain that light up when you watch porn are the parts of the brain that light up for rewards, yeah? But wow. over time, it does, it does, which is what happens with, with addictions. You take a drug, the initial time, you feel the high. But over mm. time, you need more. You need more so that you can get back to that high. With pornography, right. you just become like numbed out, almost like a robot. Mm. You don't you can't connect. You can't have healthy connections. I saw an interview of a guy who said he couldn't even, he said watching it as a teenager, he couldn't flirt with any girl or even talk to girls. He just kept craving for pornography and he was isolated and you become mm. like a robot but you still are craving it. So it really does affect your, your physical nature, your brain. Um, mm. Because marriages break because of pornography. Um, you're, if you're not married, you're not able to make healthy connections with people. Um, right. Violence, pushing the whole idea of violence and aggression. So just to say pornography is largely, even the science shows that pornography is, is a down you don't want to expose yourself to it. I think the biggest concern is soft porn mm -hmm. because it's what then we see all over the place. We see it in ads and those uh, billboards you see on our streets for a massage. A massage yeah. in a very skimpy dress. <laughs> yeah, and everything right. that is advertised is very, you know, um, sexualized and and scenes now in our series. You know, a lot of people these days are like, hey, if you see what's PG-13, it's made to look very um, attractive, like these two people that are together. But it also shows that it mm -hmm. creates a 
image of sex and intimacy that is not realistic. Exactly. So right. you see, you will see someone is very excited to be hit on the wall and they are laughing and it's a crazy scene. And then you you try it. What's <laughs> wrong with you? You know, I mean. True. True. But and we can laugh about it as adults, but for children, you can imagine their worldview is being formed, how mm. to connect with people, how to make relationships, what's healthy, what's not healthy. And if that's their perception, then you really worry for the kind of relationships they're going to have. True. Yeah. You see, True. oh, these days in high school series, mm. sex everything, you know, they like it's it goes all the way. There was, you know, before yeah. those Based to happen, I remember watching um, what was it, Gossip Girl? Yes, I remember that. These guys in high school, because it's so college like, you know, yeah, and they make it look so cool, like everybody now is like them, yeah. Then now you come and it plays out. I've found actually relationships amongst young people, teens are very similar to the, the ones we see, you know, in our series, the drama. The dumping this one and picking up this one, the cheating, the you know, the drinking, the going behind someone's back. I mean, it's like a series for real, you yeah. know. And, yeah. But you see, what they leave out is is the baggage you carry after that. These guys stood in front of a camera. They shot a good series that kept good. Why? Because it hooked you and you watched it, and we all watched it. But you come on the ground. Hello. Uh, hello. Oh, Masi, it looks like oh, we what happened? <laughs> you, you disappeared oh, for yeah. a second. Am I back? Yes, you're back. You're back. Oh, yeah. I was like, what's going on? Anyway, all I'm saying is that it creates an image of society and relationships that is not realistic, even where it's not hardcore, naked, crazy porn, just this soft scenarios that we are seeing now it's not healthy and the other thing because this is all about talking to your children um mm. first really what they're watching and then and then and if they're teenagers especially even the younger ones but younger ones you have more say over what they see yes for teenagers engage like just be like hey what's going on with these two oh they're dating hey okay and then kind of infuse your values into that. Like, why would you want to date five boys at once, you know? And, and, and if you have a good relationship with your children, they hear you. They hear you. They might roll their eyes like, oh, mom, or that. But they have heard what you have said, you know? And you find they espouse those things. So the world has changed, guys. We just have to do our best. Yeah. I really like what you said about infusing your values. So it means you have to be in constant communication with your child. You find them watching those shows, um, you know, like you said, engage with them during the shows and and have, it's like a running commentary of what's happening yeah. on the screen and telling them, yeah. that's not, you know, right. It, that makes a lot of sense. Because when you think about it, even for us, we, we had a little more sanitized, uh, you know, shows mm. and stuff like that. But even the books we read, like Mills and Boone or Still Hot Romance or all that mm. nonsense that filled up our heads and gave us a, a, a fake illusion of how relationships yeah. should, should be. So that messes with your head. Where is that prince coming to sweep me on a horse? <laughs> the ripped dry. Ripped, yeah, ripped shirt oh, and all that stuff. 
and we live happily ever after. That stuff is such nonsense. That's not real life. So, so imagine now, yeah. So now imagine sex. It's such it's such a bad foundation for a child to imagine that that's how it's supposed to be. So, parents infuse your values. Do not leave the world to teach them because it's going to give them a really difficult time in future. Yeah, so thank you so much for those comments. I feel like that's a good place to end, actually, because if we can remember to infuse our values in everything that your child is doing or in all the conversations that you're having with your children, I think across the board, um, things will go will go really well. So we want to share the uh, Massey's information on the screen. If you, if you have found this information to be helpful or if you feel like you need one-on-one -on -one sessions with her, um, her Twitter and her IG handles are on the screen right now. You can DM her and inbox her. As always, Mpesa love gifts are welcome. In this season, we need all the help we can get. Uh, so thank you so much for all those who've responded. And, and we hope you're going to continue uh, reaching out to Mercy because this is what she does for a living. I'm sure she'll be really happy to hear from you. And um, the last uh, last thing, allow allow me to do another ad. I want uh, for I've been I've also been getting questions about Saru organic products, so I want to post on the screen um, because I used to introduce so many people to this <laughs> product. We came up with an agreement with um, the the owner of Saru, and so now anybody who I introduce gets a ten percent discount. If you use the code on the screen, you'll be able to get a discount on their website, and yeah. Use them for your, your hair, for your children's hair. It has really worked for me. And I, I hope you're going to enjoy the experience with them. And if you have any feedback or any questions about their products, feel free to reach out to me as well. And yes, so Marcy, I don't know if you have anything more you want to say before we leave. Come and go ahead. No, just that this has been um, just a very mm. useful uh, mm. use of our time and this digital space. Mm -hmm. uh, I hope more and more people watch it only because it's a, it's a meaningful conversation. Right. It's a meaningful conversation. I'll, I'll tell you, um, everything mm -hmm. almost rises and falls with parenting in terms of society yeah. and who we become and who our children become. And there's so much that goes into that space because, like I said last time, it's who you are as an individual, mm -hmm. what you're bringing to the table. And what you're bringing is how you are raised, what mm -hmm. biases you have, what perceptions, what worldviews, and you come at parenting and at life with that. So if you're not self-aware, then it's going to really create a lot of kinks for you along, uh, along the way. Sorry. So yeah, I hope more people watch it and I hope you get more intentional. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for those comments, Marcy. And uh, mom, my, my mom is saying, I feel like this should be a daily show. <laughs> The world outside is trying to capture our families. Maskia Maski, people need your content. So, to Nangoja. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you. thank you so much for watching. Thank you for engaging. Thank you for the comments and the questions. Uh, for anybody who had asked any questions on WhatsApp, I shall respond to them after this live broadcast. We'll share the links and any resources that we mentioned. And we hope everything we've, we'll share will be helpful to you as you parent your, your children. So bye. See you on the next live. Bye. <laughs>